0: Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of Denny Thinks He Knows, a sports talk show hosted by me, Denny Glasser. Welcome back. It's episode 14. Hope you all had a great week. We had a great week here at Denny Thinks He Knows. So much stuff going on in sports. Let's not, of course, uh, diddy-dally around. Let's jump right on into it, baby. First segment, first up. We're talking NFL. Now, I'll be remiss if I don't... Backtrack a little bit from last week when I didn't even mention the Hall of Fame inductees. Alan Fanica, Peyton Manning, Kelvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, Donnie Shell, Drew Pearson. Welcome to the NFL Hall of Fame. What a class indeed. Truly, Hall of Famers across the board. I mean, through and through in their career. Hats off. Jackets on. <laughs> You made it into the NFL's Hall of Fame. They didn't host it last year, of course, due to the global pandemic. So this year, uh, they're going to be joining forces with last year's group, lots of Steelers, Bill Cowher, Troy Polamalu. Very excited, of course, to have uh, a lot to look forward to later on this year. Um, And with all the other, um, of course, Hall of Fame Inductees from the 2020 class. Very excited, guys. Very excited to see it. Well-deserved careers. We got to talk about J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt has been released by the Houston Texans. Houston, we got problems all over the place. They are in a big old mess right now down in Houston for their football team. But with J.J. being released, it's really bringing up a lot of question marks. Where is he going to go? Now, a lot of people, myself included, would love to see him join his two brothers over in Pittsburgh. My only question is, where does that fit? Where does he play, first of all? You have all Cameron Hayward, and you have Stefan Tewitt on the other side. I mean, does one of them move over to tackle? Surely it can't be Hayward, the team captain. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I I don't know where he fits on the defensive line. All I know is our cap is in a big old mess (laughs) in regards to financial reasons. The two retired um, Steelers being Marquise Pouncey and McDonald, that money isn't freed up this year, so, and then you got Roethlisberger with like 41 million on the books. It's a big old messy situation when it comes to finances over in in uh, Pittsburgh. So I don't know how we're going to be able to wheel and deal him in. But with that being said, there's no bond quite like a sibling bond. And what I'll I will say with this is. If I was in JJ's shoes, I would want to go play with my siblings. Um, hopefully they can make it work. I don't know. Maybe Tuit moves over to tackle. I don't know if you know JJ's like, hey, I'm making a lot of money due to Reebok. <laughs> I will just deal with not making as much money with Pittsburgh. It'll be interesting, guys. Very, very interesting to see how it all shakes out. I will mention, I believe the Packers are a very top contender. Obviously, J.J.'s uh, hometown there in Wisconsin and uh, grew up, uh, or I should say home state, that is, and grew up you know, being a Packers fan. The, I think the Bears, the Browns, and the Titans, and Bills can all be considered top contenders too when it comes to chances of winning. Some have more cap space. Some might it might just be a better fit in general, but man, you you just keep going back to TJ and Derek probably talking to him every single day about being a Pittsburgh Steeler, and you got to think there's there's a chance there. Um, my prediction: he's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. I I guess you just chalk it up to being it's a good problem to have. My gut is that he takes less money, and my gut is that they get creative somehow on the defensive line i don't know how guys but you know denny thinks he knows i guess i'll just say maybe you get a little fancy with putting two it in the middle and uh you put jj and hayward on the sides but that three four line man that's a legendary defensive scheme that three four defense so i will say this much uh i usually like to um Save some of my best (laughs) news for last, but I will segue with uh, Alex Kazor is going to be on next week. Uh, Super big surprise, especially for all my Pittsburgh Steelers listeners out there. And uh, if there has not been a decision made, and maybe even when there is one, we'll, we'll still be talking about this, but Alex is amazing, and I'm really excited to have him back on the show. He'll be, of course, giving his insight with all things related to the Pittsburgh Steelers and truly... Honored to have him back. Uh, Some sad news in the NFL. Vincent Jackson has passed away at the young age of 38 years old. um, Hotel room in Florida. Uh, Very sad to hear that. He had a great career with uh, the Chargers and Buccaneers. And uh, just such a great guy um, on and off the field. Truly going to be missed. Very saddened to hear that news. And the Pouncey brothers have retired. Um, Both Marquise and Mike Pouncey. After 10 years in the league for Mike and 11 years for Marquise, they are retiring together. Brothers going out after some amazing careers on both regards, both of them. I I remember when Mike was uh, first drafted by the Dolphins and hoping somehow, some way, that he would end up a Pittsburgh Steeler. It didn't work out. But nonetheless, uh, hats off to them for both of their amazing careers. All righty, guys. That will do it for the NFL's portion. Like I said, very excited to have Alex on next week. We'll be, of course, uh, having a really good time um, talking football and Pittsburgh Steeler football specifically with Alex Kazoria. Heading right on over to the MLB. Uh, we have to talk about how spring training starting up this week. Very excited about that. Pitchers and catchers have already reported, and now it's time to uh, dust off those gloves and uh, take those baseballs out for a <laughs> for a whirl, guys. I'm excited. I'm very excited to, you know, spring training's like you know the sign that summer's coming. So. I think everyone's a little amped up for that. Great to, of course, see those guys reporting back to uh, their spring training facilities. Uh, speaking of those guys, those guys being Jason Kipnis, one of the free agents this offseason, heading over to the Atlanta Braves. Andrew Benintendi, we were talking about him last week as there was a lot of like up-in-the-air um, you know, news with him. Well... He has been traded to the Royals. The Mets were involved in that three-way uh, team trade as well uh, with the Red Sox, but Andrew is now a Kansas City Royal. Kevin Pillar, speaking of the Mets, Kevin Pillar is off to the New York Mets. James Paxson is back with Seattle. And speaking of players going back, Jake Arrieta is heading back to the Cubs, hoping to maybe regain some of that 2015-2016 magic. And he was so dominant with the Cubs. Uh, Evan Turner heading back with the Dodgers. I got that one wrong. I thought he may have, you know, would have made maybe a little bit more of a splash by going with the Mets, but he's back with the Dodgers, ready to uh, attempt a repeat. In my lock this week, I am believing that Yasiel Puig will sign with the New York Yankees. That's right, I think he is heading to the Yankees. Time will tell, though, but it's just a feeling I have. I'm going to roll with it. All right, guys, that will wrap it up for Major League Baseball's portion of First Up. You know what that means. We're heading right on over to the NBA. And we have our boy back, our live NBA
1: correspondent, Mitchell
0: Mack. Welcome back.
1: yo, Denny. It's good to be back, my man. It is good to be back.
0: Hey, I say this on behalf of all my listeners, we missed you.
1: I missed you, and I especially you, Denny's mom. I missed you the most.
0: Well, that just happened, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're excited to have you back. We have a lot of crazy things going on in the NBA. Without any further ado, let's, let's do those three-pointers with Mitchell Mack.
1: Oh, that's right. We're always starting off first point. We got that free throw. I always try and think of a creative way to like put my points, but there's no creative way to do a one pointer in the NBA. So this is a free throw. My first pointer, we're talking about the Utah Jazz. This team is unstoppable right now. They are on fire. I got some stats I'm going to read out for you. As of right now, as of today, they are 23 and five. That's the first seed in the West and the best record in the entire NBA. And one of my favorite stats to check out on NBA.com. I go of their last 10 to see how they've been doing on their last 10 games. They're nine and one in the last 10 games. I know we were talking about this pre-show. They're on an eight game win streak right now.
0: Sizzling hot.
1: Sizzling hot. On top of that, they are, what are they? Right now they are number four in offensive rating and number two in defensive rating and number one in net rating. If you don't know what net rating is, Basically, it means how much you're beating teams by on an average. And so I believe so. No, sorry. That's not what net rating is. Net rating is your offensive rating minus your defensive rating. And so basically, they're doing a fantastic job. They're killing it. And their starting lineup is absolutely incredible. They got Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich, three-point monsters, right? They can shoot from anywhere. They pass well. That's something else about the Jazz team in general. They are very pass-heavy. They, you know, they're very free flowing with the ball. Then you got Royce O'Neal. Not a lot of people heard of this guy. I barely heard about him until today, but he is a six foot four power forward who can guard basically anyone. Cause you know, if you watch a lot of NBA, they do a lot of switching. So it's like, you know, one second you're guarding a center. Next second, you're guarding a point guard and he's perfect for that. He can guard anyone. And then of course you got uh, Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench, Sixth man of the year, 18 points a game. He's killing it. And then Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year award winner, probably this year, Donovan Mitchell, a guy who over his last five games, he's got 24, 26, 26, 36, 27, all wins.
0: Scary team right
1: now. Scary team. And they're doing all this without their starting point guard, Mike Conley. That's true. And, and so my thing I want to talk about real quick uh, do you think this team, when they're healthy, do you think they can actually beat the Lakers if they're all healthy? Because I feel like that's a pretty likely Western Conference Finals. You know, I know,
0: you know, Mitchell. This is funny. We're, we're going to bring back something a little pre-show conversation you and I had that I was, you know, touched on briefly about the Cavaliers and the wheels falling off. I Ugh. feel like the Cavaliers are a poor man's Utah Jazz. Uh And to no disrespect to a young team that's still developing this is exactly what I envision the Cavaliers being able to do possibly down the road Utah they've been slowly building up to this I feel like and this may be the fruition of their all their hard work you know like I really feel like this is the opportunity for them and the NBA to you know be able to showcase a team that has really consistent players across the board versus like that big 3 that we always talk about.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I I think the Cavs have a lot of good players. I think one of the differences uh are how do I put this? I think that the Jazz are deeper than the Cavaliers, but I, I see the similarity. Like, you know, you have Rudy Gobert, you have Jared Allen, both really great defensive minded centers. You have, you know, Donovan Mitchell, you have Colin Sexton, you know, very good, uh, scoring guards, uh, great leaders, great energy, stuff like that. And so I definitely see the comparison, but yeah, it seemed like the Cavaliers, it was like, everything was going well. And then all of the a sudden, yeah, it, it really like overnight, almost with these guys.
0: Sad. I think they're like on like something like a nine game losing streak.
1: No oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, So boy.
0: But the the, you know the idea that I felt the Cavaliers would give teams a headache because they're so in a way they're so deep. Not you know, when you compare it to Utah, yeah, it doesn't really hold a candle next to what Utah's doing. But the fact that Utah they're not just depending on one or two guys. And when and bench players like you said six man of the award six man uh player of the of the year award um that actually goes really far in conversations when you're looking at teams that do well in the playoffs when you even if you have like an honorable mention for you know six man of the year um yeah but if you have you know a guy like clarkson that's coming off the bench scoring 40 points we'll see well,
1: and and, and that's the thing, like come playoff time, sometimes, you know, your superstar gets cold. You know, maybe Donovan Mitchell has an off night. Maybe go bear, who knows? Yeah, and it's times like that when it's like you have Jordan Clarkson to win you that one game that could, you know, carry over to get you that whole series. Because, you know, hypothetically, it's like a game three. If you lose that game three, then your energy is like, oh, man, can we do this? But if you win it because of Jordan Clarkson, which I feel like, you know, like you said, 40-point night, he can do that for you. Exactly. But but real quick, yeah yeah you yeah dodged my question. Healthy Lakers, healthy Jazz. <laughs> me two seconds. Who you got?
0: Give me Jazz.
1: Ooh, give me some smooth Jazz. Ooh, a little Ron Burgundy Jazz. A little Jazz flute. <laughs> do,
0: do, 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 do.
1: <laughs> That's it. it I, don't I really know, like, they're I'm, so good.
0: I'm not just saying that because you know I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, but oh I know, but. I will say that's exactly sewn in my I feel like my point of view with how deep they are. I feel yeah. like LeBron LeBron's going to have to stay out on that court then. Give yeah. me LeBron 40 plus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I I I think it would be a close series. I feel like I feel like the Lakers would take it. I don't think it would be easy, but like I said they would need to be healthy because if they don't have Anthony Davis, then the Jazz would take it. Uh, and even if they do have Anthony Davis, like I said, I feel like it'd be close. I feel like it could go to game seven. Uh, and I, I have faith in LeBron's clutchness. So I also have faith in Donovan Mitchell's clutchness.
0: Don't uh, forget about my, my league MVP.
1: Oh, uh, quiet Leonard Kawhi, what Why bring Qui Leonard to get out of here, man. Hey,
0: <laughs> he, hey he, he's in the same parking lot <laughs> over at Staples. <laughs> like, he's, wait a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm here too, guys. <laughs> he is pretty clutch. All right, that was so that, that was my first point. That was my free throw. I like it. I like
0: it. So next up, yeah.
1: Oh, what are you gonna say, Denny? This oh is no no. Show. Denny, no. you
0: you take us over to the second point.
1: <laughs> second point. I got a nice uh, Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway for you. Got the Ooh. one leg up fader. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about Blake Griffin real quick. Yeah. Blake Griffin. Uh, I believe he is a six-time All Star, five-time All NBA. We've all seen the highlights of him dunking like crazy when he was with the Clippers, Um, and right now he's with Detroit. And basically, Detroit has said, "We're gonna get you out of here. Like, if we trade you, if it's a buyout, we get you out of here." Right? And my thing is, I'm gonna—I want us to put our GM hat on for a second. Hypothetically, you're GM, you're GM of the Cavs. I'm a GM of the Mavs, right? Do you trade? anything for Blake Griffin right now no yeah I'm, I'm the exact I, I don't give up anything for Blake Griffin right now the dude is averaging like I believe 14 points a game uh he's he's had zero dunks this entire year the dude who was like famous for dunking you know like athleticism yeah. is a huge part of his game kind of like a Russell Westbrook almost yeah and he said zero dunks this whole year he and and the thing is like he doesn't have a lot of other upside. It's not like he's, you know, a good dunker and he's a defensive like stalwart, you know, or like he can switch and he's he's still young, got that athleticism. Like, there's nothing really appealing about his game.
0: I see a buyout happening.
1: I I definitely see a buyout. I do not see a market for him because because I mean his his contract this year is like thirty three million. Next year's like thirty six million. Who no on, thank you. No no way his his point per million is like 2 2 million dollars per point or like 3 million dollars per point right now and that's ridiculous can't do it
0: that's a money shot i'm not willing to take
1: that I, oh hey, yo. <laughs> definitely not blake griffin he's out of here just we're, we're treating him like the like the jenners you know get out of here blake
0: get out of here
1: yeah washed <laughs> yeah no i i definitely see a buyout that was that was a quick little Dirk Novitsky Fader, two-pointer. Swish. And now we're oh, you know it's a Swish is Dirk, baby. And now we're moving on to point number three. Okay. This right here, we got a classic Steph Curry step back, you know, breaking people's ankles. And I want to talk about Draymond Green.
0: Yeah. Speaking Draymond, of the Golden State Warriors.
1: Speaking of the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green, very vocal. Uh, just talking about how he believes that there's a double standard in the NBA. I'm going to read a quote and then I want to get your opinion on it. Um, it. So Draymond Green said, at some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a team can say they're trading you. And that man has to stay in shape. He has to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. Denny, do you agree? Do you disagree? Because I know you think you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think?
0: Well, I appreciate you asking me, Mitchell. Uh, it's it's a it's a tricky situation to you know kind of just say in one answer, but I will say this much: um, the idea of a contract being nullified or you know, exempt as much as it is in sports is a little erroneous to me. Uh, you, you, I feel this way in. Football as well, Um, not as much with baseball, but baseball can get kind of hairy too. But when players sign a contract, you got to know your worth, and you got to you know lock in on that team. If you don't do it, for example, cross-reference Trevor Bauer just signed a huge three-year, hundred two million dollar contract with the Dodgers. We talked about last week on the show, and the thing is, is he has an opt out after every year. If you feel that passionate have an opt-out clause every single year so you just play Mm -hmm. one year and you're done one year and you're done if you sign a five-year deal i don't care what the money is you better like lock in before signing that and putting your name to that paper you better understand that you're committed now for the next five years not hey i'm going to sign this max out deal you know and then one or two years in i'm i'm not happy anymore the teams have that, right. If they're not happy with you, definitely they can, you know, cut you, uh, trade you, et cetera. But if you know, you as a player aren't happy, you got to know beforehand. So that's my, that's my two cents.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely think I, I agree with Draymond in a lot of ways. Um, because, because one, you know, if the NBA, what is the NBA without its players? It's nothing. Right. And, um, and and I, I, I agree with you what you're saying. Like if you sign that five year deal, like you know, you should be trying your hardest, and I think they all do. Um, it, but what I definitely agree with with what he's saying is just like the the fan mindset of if the Milwaukee Bucks wanna trade Giannis, like no one's really mad at the Milwaukee Bucks in this hypothetical, right? But if Giannis wants to leave. Then fans are like, oh my gosh, how could you do that to this city? You know, and and it's like when the team does it, it's business. Hey, you know, basketball is business. But you know, when a player does it, that's when it's like, oh man, you're ripping my heart out. And I think, I think that's where that's something that I definitely disagree with because, you know, either way, it's business. Like, like that's we're true. just more attached to that player. Like, like, you know, I I really like Donovan Mitchell. I really like Luka Doncic. And I want them to stay in their situations, but you know, you also want them to be happy. It's it, it's a balancing act because in in Draymond Green's thing, he was alluding to James Harden, and now James Yo, Harden, yeah. he like really, he said himself, he dogged it in his last few days in Houston, and, and like I agree, like you shouldn't be doing that, you know, you shouldn't just be giving up on your team. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting point, you know. It is. Uh, yeah, because because at, at one point you know you you feel sympathetic, and at another point sometimes you're like, well, these guys are making millions of dollars to play a sport, you know, like hey, so it's no,
0: it's that's it's, 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 it's tricky in just in like a one answer summary, but on the yeah, sa- on the same note, I feel like if you want to have that business persona as a player, cover your bases. Trevor Bauer did it, and others have done it. Yeah. LeBron's done it. Do it consistently. Do it where you have yeah. It. yeah opt-outs after every year and you know what sometimes that might not always go in your favor but in other times you know if you want to get out of you know a current situation commit to that year there, it should be the in my, my opinion it should be more so like the teams if they want to trade during the season mm-hmm. it, i i feel like you know with players always requesting that's happened uh, even in football. They were talking about Aaron Rodgers, and it's like at the end of the day, it's up to the Packers if they want to trade Aaron Rodgers. Like you signed a contract. Yeah. You know? I mean it's, I don't know. When you sign a contract, it it should be you know more than just well, I'll do this for now, but just know that I may just decide to change my mind in a in a year or two or midway yeah. through the year. You know, it's like I don't know. It should be um, you know I. They definitely should have a voice, but on that same note, you know, I don't know. It's a contract at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, but I, I like your point about the short deals. I know LeBron James has done that a lot. You know, he yeah. rarely signed like five-year deals. It was a lot of like three-year deals, and after two years, you have your opt-out. A Exactly, lot of stuff
0: like and yeah. he's a good businessman. If you Oh, want, my gosh. but If you want to tango, you know, with business people in general, hey, yeah. you know what? Tangle them with them, but use the same tools that they're doing instead of you know you know giving up you know halfway through the season and and you know kind of forcing the hand. I've watched that happen so many times, and it's just it's it, it, lack of a better term, bad business.
1: Yeah, it's 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 pretty ugly. Like uh like Anthony Davis uh with the Pelicans, I think yeah. he sat out like half of the year or something like that, and he got what he wanted in the end, but. It was, it was not pretty, did not leave a good taste in the Pelicans fans' mouth.
0: It's not right. But I respect your point, and it was still a swish. Three points hey. with Mitchell Mack.
1: And I, you know what? After, after listening to that, I don't think you know. I know you know. Denny knows he knows.
0: <laughs> and if you don't know. Well, well now I you know. <laughs> you know? Oh, my goodness. Well, that wraps up the NBA's portion of First Up, Everybody. We're heading right on over to
1: Second That Emotion.
0: Oh, man. What a sweet, sweet little toss-up and a nice dunk on that, Mitchell. I
1: believe it was a G sharp I hit there at the very end.
0: Yeah, it it was very sharp.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like an aged cheddar.
0: All right. So in Second That Emotion, we're going to be covering uh, Mitchell Max starting five. And a player you might want to pick up if you're playing any type of fantasy basketball. For fun or for money.
1: Or for the big ones. Ooh, those cool ones. Ooh, it's the cool ones. It's the cool ones. (laughs) right guys. Starting five. NBA. Let's go. Point guard.
0: Let's point guard.
1: Easy. My main man, Luka Doncic.
2: Dude, Ooh, like getting Luka.
1: getting triple doubles left and right. Every now and then he gets help from Porzingis. Every now and then he does it. Either way, he is delivering that sweet thirty point trip dub for you.
0: Swish, swish,
1: swish, swish.
0: Another one in the basket. Ah. Alrighty, heading over to shooting guard.
1: This guy is about to be starting in the Eastern Conference all-star team. Bradley Beal. Y'all know who it is. He may be on a terrible team, but you know what his stats? They're a dream. 35 points, I believe, still leading the league in scoring. Steph Curry might be second. But my man, Bradley Beal, he's got to be there. Because with no help, he's got to do it all. He's as sharp as
0: a Mitchell Mack G-note.
1: He is as sharp as a G-note. Ooh, yeah, baby. All right, heading over to... Power forward, who do we got? Ooh, power forward, you know, I've I've always talked about it. I've talked about the Bucks, how they're underwhelming. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you got to take him. He'll drop a triple dub every now and then. He'll get you 12 rebounds. He'll get you an easy 25 points. And even though I disapprove of how the Bucks are playing right now, when it comes to fantasy, it's all numbers, baby. And Giannis has got numbers for days. So power forward, I'm taking Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ooh,
0: I like it. I like it. And we have small forward.
1: Small forward. This one is easy, the slim Reaper, Kevin Durant. We're staying in the Eastern Conference. That's right.
0: Okay. Okay. KD
1: all day. Although you know, actually, you know, I take it back.
0: Okay. Oh. I take it back
1: because because he's faced some injury things. He's had some COVID protocol recently. We were talking and, about
0: that last week. That's
1: true. Yeah. He might he might be saving himself uh for the playoffs. Also, you know, he might be thinking long term because because James Harden seems to be able to carry things left and right over there. So for small forward, you know, you got to go with the next best option. I'm not going to go LeBron. I'm going to go a little Kawhi Leonard, the claw. Mm,
0: you know I approve.
1: Uh, yeah, Oh, yeah. He, he scores just a little more than LeBron right now. Uh, and even though I, I would take LeBron from like a who's going to win this game, but again, this is fantasy. I'm taking the claw.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. And heading Ooh. over to center, who do we have at the center of your starting five?
1: At the center of my starting five, got to take the best center of the game, Nikola Jokic, a.k.a. The The Joker. Joker. You know that, Denny. We all know that. The Jokester, getting trip dubs all the time, eight assists a game, more than 10 boards, 28 points, shooting three-pointers, lights out, and kind of like Bradley Beal, every now and then the Nuggets have games where they have no one. And then you're going to have a game from Jokic where he gets like 50 points or 40 points, something crazy. And he gets a bunch of assists because he's their main ball handler. So you got to start him. You got to go with the Joker.
0: I like it. And
1: who no is?
0: <laughs> a bit of boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, and our pickup for the week.
1: Our pick up for the week, we talked about him briefly. Six-man-of-the-year award winner, more than likely, I'm calling it now, Jordan Clarkson. Dude is averaging 18 points per game coming off the bench. And I feel like that even though the Jazz are the best team in the NBA, they're still kind of an under-the-radar team. Uh, and as he being a six-man coming off the bench, I feel like he's an underrated player. And so if you're doing fantasy, like maybe not a lot of people are picking him up. You know, they'd rather pick up Donovan Mitchell ahead of him or something like that. So if you can get Jordan Clarkson, that is mm, that is money. He is integral to their system and like he will it. get you points.
0: Well, you guys heard it first. The starting five and the pickup for the week, Jordan Clarkson, enter that in any fantasy, and we will take credit for what we did right and we'll we'll acknowledge what we didn't <laughs> and we, didn't we will also right.
1: take 20 percent of your winnings that well, is that just that's ha- how that works
0: that just happened <laughs> all right guys well that wraps up second that emotion mitchell mac it is good to have you back and
1: oh, it's good to be here man it's where i belong
0: it is truly in this amazing little bubble that is known <laughs> as denny thinks he knows um our nba correspondent mitchell thank you for all your knowledge your time and we'll see you again next week
1: oh that you will
0: all right everybody such a good time having mitchell on uh we're gonna be heading right on over to final straw wait a second oh my god i i swear this stuff is totally improvised every single week we get a star that just walks through the door (laughs) welcome to the show right now pete davidson uh, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is nice,
2: all right, yeah.
0: Wow, it is, it's an honor to have you on right now, man. Uh, probably just got into L.A., I'd imagine, from New York. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling?
2: Uh, terrible, like always, uh, awful. Uh, but, you know, uh, I guess for my own standard, uh, good.
0: Uh, okay, well, you know what? I and we are happy to see you and hear you. Um so we gotta ask right off the bat, sports, you're from New York. Who's your favorite sports team in New York?
2: Yeah, well, you know, being from Staten Island, like it's like New York, but it's like not New York. And so I gotta go with the Buffalo Bills. Like the Buffalo Bills, they're like yeah, hear me out because it's like New York, but it's not, and like everyone hates them and everyone hates me, and so it's like it works out perfectly.
0: Wow, I was not expecting that. Um, you know, probably you know, the Yankees or you know, the Mets uh, no or way. the Knicks or no the Nets. Way. No, you're going the Buffalo nah, those all...
2: Bills. No. Those are all for, like, Colin Jost, you know? Like, Colin Jost is a, is a Giants guy, you know? And I got to go with the Bills.
0: Well, I respect your game. Um, And uh, I, I, I'm really curious to know, um, Pete, you know, kudos to a, – a, you're doing great on SNL. We all enjoy it. Yeah, I SNL. am. Yeah, you are. Um, I got to ask, though, like, someone that doesn't seem like – overly hyped for comedy what got you into comedy
2: yeah you know that's a great question uh you know there's a lot that got me into it uh i just like really look up to guys like uh jerry seinfeld you know he really inspires me uh wait a second psych that was a joke Uh, wow Yeah, I just set you up for failure. Uh, you know, it's like I like making fun of people and making people feel worse than me. Uh, and so that's why I do it. Because like I can take advantage and like make fun of someone before they make fun of me. Uh, I guess it's like self-defense.
0: Well, you know what, everyone? It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And yeah. every, everyone's journey is different.
2: You see, for me, it is about the destination Like, I'm living it up Like, I saw Ariana Grande Like, we dated And I saw her, if you know what I mean Like, I saw her Well,
0: I'd imagine you shared a couple limos Guys, that's Pete Davidson Thanks for stopping by, Pete Uh, You're welcome back to the show
2: I feel like you had Jimmy Fallon on for longer than me But I'm not gonna hold it against you
0: Hey, you know what? We're all here to have some fun at Denny Thinks He Knows. We hope you have a great rest of your week. We look forward to seeing you on SNL. Take care, Pete. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys. What an amazing interview with Pete Davidson. That guy is electric. (laughs) We love Pete on the show. And, Pete, you're welcome back anytime, Guys, we're heading right on over to the final straw. And in the final straw, this week... I'm going to say the month of February in sports is the worst month in the entire year for sports. Now, before you go and say, well, wait a minute. What about the Super Bowl, Denny? You, you can't say February is the worst. We got the biggest game in all of sports on one night. Yeah, well, kudos to the Super Bowl. Okay. in the NFL. Sure. What What else you got? You got a bunch of boring NBA basketball being played right now? I mean come on. There's no baseball going on, okay? And football after that three hour extravaganza you don't hear nothing from football. Okay? So yeah, February is February is the worst month in all of sports. I'm gonna say it. Give you a quick recap. You got January, NFL football, okay? You got March, March Madness. Baseball's coming back. April, baseball is back. You got the NBA rounding into the playoff form. May, they're in the playoffs. And by the way, this year it's going all the way to July. You got baseball cooking in July. You got the trade deadline in in July for baseball. You got the NFL starting back up. I'm not going to skip over May and June so disrespectfully. My apologies. You got NBA playoff basketball, okay, very exciting stuff, and you got the MLBs, you know, rearing into form. How those teams will shake out. Then you look at it in August, you got NFL preseason, the Hall of Fame game, okay. You got baseball still cooking, um, and then in September, you got the NFL kicking off their season, MLBs getting ready for the playoffs. October, NFL still going on, a money month. You got baseball playoffs. Baseball World Series wrapping up perhaps in the very beginning of November. Football still. Did I mention, by the way, in October you got basketball more traditionally in years past and possibly years moving forward now. Basketball will be starting back up in October. December you're seeing who's going to be making it into the playoffs in the NFL. And basketball is still very fresh and everyone's excited. There you have it, okay? There it is. In a nutshell, my take on the entire year. And by the way, anyone that's like, yeah, but you kind of made the summer sound better than what it really is. Like, who really cares about the NFL training camp and MLB spring uh, trade deadline? Well, you know what? You should be enjoying the outdoors in the summertime, okay? So there's your asterisk. You should be out having fun, playing sports or having picnics or, you know, just... Watching the grass grow because you're able to watch grass grow in the summertime, okay? So just enjoy the summertime. Don't always worry about what's going on in sports in the summertime. But February, man, like we're all turning to sports right now. And it's like, what what you got? What you got? The NBA? Okay. But what's going on in the NBA? February is such a boring month for the NBA and it's a boring month for sports, guys. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here. I'm just trying to say I've had enough of it. Make February fun. How do you do it? I don't really know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you throw the NFL draft in February. Because I grazed right over that too. Okay. I, I didn't even mention the NFL draft in April. That's huge. Maybe make it in February. Why, why make us all wait For the NFL Draft. So there. I just found a solution for us. If you guys have more solutions. You have comments. Questions about that. Feel free to email me as always. Guys that's been our show. It's been an absolute honor. Privilege. Being your podcast host. Okay. And I definitely look forward to next week. You guys have a great week. Remember emails. Questions at GlasserDenny at gmail.com. And until next time. uh, Bye bye.